Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. So happy to be back with you on this Tuesday. Sorry I wasn't with you yesterday, but uh, things were not well in my, uh, uh, how do I put this in the most <laughs> kind way? Uh, both ends of me oh, were, no. were uh, erupting. Like Vesuvius, uh, I had a stomach bug of some kind, and there was uh, butt stuff going oh, on. Oh, butt stuff! There was mouth stuff going what? on. What? <laughs> I mean, I was you got sick. finger cuffed. I no, I was sick. Oh, and uh, if my voice sounds a little hoarse, it's because I was uh, praying to the porcelain god, <laughs> giving up many offerings. Oh, from both ends. Okay, but I'm better now. Sorry I missed Halloween, kids. I hope everybody had a good one. But we got a brand new show for you for a brand new month. And I thought, what the hell? We had so much fun with October. <laughs> oh, no. Let's keep it rolling. Let's okay. keep it rolling. What I do you say? I want to see if you can do it. It is Tuesday, mm -hmm. the first of. Right. You want to know what the month is? So much. Well, I'm going for the low-hanging fruit first. <laughs> it is the first of Blowvember. Jesus. <laughs> the fuck did you get that from? You don't need to know oh, fuck, where that came from. Really going to town. No, that's before anybody starts making any assumptions. Oh. That's available on YouTube. You're going you to bust a blood vessel on your eyeball with that. <laughs> you want to check that out, you can go to YouTube and find it yourself. Oh. But uh, happy first of Blowvember, Blow everybody. Wow. <laughs> That is aggressive. It's just a That's lady a, working on a charm blow pop. That is an aggressive. It's a woman blow licking a charm blow Man. pop. You remember the charm blow pops? I do. I don't remember that though. Wonder if anybody got one of those for for Halloween <laughs> yesterday. The year? Well, that's 2022, the year of science. Science. Oh, hell science. It is right to give science thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us today. For the Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. It's a choice cut of man beef. That's right. <laughs> choice cut of man beef. <laughs> Thanks for being here for us, kids, on this Tuesday, the very first of the month. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is the Rear Admiral himself, Sheriff of Ghost Town, Mayor of Myrtle, victim of vandalism. Oh, motherfuckers. He's the Dilf Pickle. He's Nipsey Muscle, a.k.a. Odegaard. But at the end of the day, mm. it's Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho, Eddie. How was your Halloween, sir? It was fun. It was a good time. Good. Did, did Colton... Uh, he was a hit. Did he, he wow everyone with his boba? He did. He wowed. He got several pictures. People want pictures with him. It was fun. He uh, was a rock star for the evening. You know, I thought it'd be funny if you made a Boba Fett costume, but you just put the helmet on him and then made a big uh, plastic cup with a big straw just and had like tapioca balls. Actual Boba Fett. Boba Fett. See what I did there? I saw what you did there. You took a boba drink yeah. and smashed it together with Boba Fett. That's what I did. Yes. That's the kind of choice beef you get here <laughs> on the Ralph Report, kids. Uh, again, sorry I missed yesterday. I hope everyone had a lovely Halloween. I gave out candy to the kids, and everybody seemed to be nice. Happy. Nice. And I, uh, I didn't. I washed my hands, so I don't think. I, I hope you did. I wasn't transporting any germs. I don't think I was mm. feeling better by the evening. You weren't so. lobbing bombs at, no, uh, at the I'd at the kids outside. Opt opted not to dress up. Wasn't really in a dress up mood no. as much as I was in a uh, stomach cramp kind of mood. <laughs> and you want you don't want. 
tight football pants on. You want easy access. You want to be able to whip those off. When <laughs> You want a barn door on the backside. When the uh, earth strikes, yeah. you want to make sure you got easy access. So I was uh, lounging comfortably well, in my uh, my lounging pants, that's good. as I call them. <laughs> I think most people call them lounging pants. Sure, who doesn't? I mean, Kids, we have a hell of a show lined up for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, today's show is going to make up for the fact that I missed uh, Halloween. We got so much stuff. We're going to twist our tongues. We're going to give away some art. Eddie Pence's rendering of the meat slapper (laughs) is going to some lucky Garmy member's home with the raffle. We raised some money to uh, feed some people around the world. It's a good cause. It's a very good cause. Also on Tuesdays, of course, we do a deep dive into one of your favorite TV shows and the theme song that started it. Oh, okay. And, Eddie, you're going to find this hard to believe. Yeah. But I can't believe we haven't done this particular show. You've never said this before. I know. But this time, seriously, I can't Mm. believe we haven't done it. Uh, What else? Entertainment news, your phone calls, all that good stuff coming up on today's Ralph Report. But before we get any place, I know it's early in the week and it's early in the month, but we've already got a Ralph Report Citizen of the Week. I want to thank Matt Loraldi for sending this one in. This woman is unnamed. But hopefully we'll be able to hunt her down and give her her prize as the Ralph Report Citizen of the Week. I would hope. She went to the the eye doctor, Eddie Pence, here in California. Okay. Ophthalmologist Katerina Curtiva, MD. Okay. Uh, This patient showed up complaining of some discomfort in her eye. Okay. I don't like, I already don't like this. If you have discomfort in your eye, you go to your eye doctor. Mm -hmm. And uh, Katerina... Curtiva MD. Katarina's an eye doctor. Katar- That's weird. Katarina. Cataract Katarina. Oh, don't Katarina, don't Katarina. make cataract jokes. <laughs> it's a very sensitive subject here in the Bat Cave. Uh, she is an ophthalmologist. Uh-huh. And so she, uh, as she, as you're wont to do, if you're an ophthalmologist, she investigated the woman's eye. That's her job. And she could tell there was some inflammation. Okay. Mostly uh, underneath the eyelid at the top of the eye. All right. And that's when she had the woman look down so um, she could pull her eyelid up um, and get a glance in there. Mm-mm. And she saw nope. a woman had a contact lens oh, okay. stuck in the top of her eye. I've been there. You've I've, been there? I've had that done to me, yeah. But you just had a, con- you, you a kinda, contact just it, living up there? It's your eye and then it disappears. Yeah. And, and then you, it's back in there. You can feel it. That's what happened to yeah, this yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, not exactly what happened to this mm. woman because uh, when Dr. Curtiva took the contact lens out, uh-huh. she could tell there was still a problem there in the in the upper region of the eye under the eyelid. Okay. And that's when she uh, got a cotton swab out. Ah. And uh, the video is uh, available online no? if you want to check it out. I don't. That's when she found yet another contact lens up there. Another one? Yeah. Oof. And she repeated this process another 21 times. 21 contact lenses. Well, no, you're forgetting the first two that 20 she got. 23 contact lenses. <laughs> there you go. There's some math. <laughs> that was quick, too. That was. Thank you. You were right on top of it. 23 mm-hmm. contact lenses wow. had fused together stuck together up in the woman's eye under oh, her eyelid how was she dealing with that they were essentially glued together after oh. sitting under the eyelid for a month said oh, dr curtiva a month well they were disposable contact lenses yeah, but and d- the woman just just kept putting in a fresh contact lens every day and then that one would roll up into her eye, and then she go, "Oh, I, I need a, I need a new contact lens," and she'd put oh, the next one in. My lord, twenty three days in a row until things started getting a little irritated. Oh, that would be so uncomfortable. And you can see the video; it looks like a magic trick. I don't ever want to see the video. She keeps pulling contact lens after contact <laughs> lens <laughs> out of this woman's eyelid. Nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> so Dr. Curtiva is asking folks, "Hey." Uh, take your contact lenses out before you go to sleep at night if you wear oh. temporary or re- disposable contact lenses. Apparently, this woman would just go to sleep in them, wake up the next morning, realizing her vision was unclear, pop another contact lens in, and rinse and repeat. And it never occurred to her that Not she never once. removed Not the once. contact lenses? Not once. Mm. She shouldn't be allowed to have contact lenses. You are so dumb. You are really dumb, for real. I'm glad you brought that up, Eddie, because the woman said after the uh, procedure, mm-hmm. 
that she still intends to keep wearing contact lenses. She, she should. Uh, she should be barred. From she doing should that. be banned. Yes. Yes. Uh, though seriously, the doctor warns that if you don't take your contact lenses out, you can get what's called microbial keratitis. Ooh. And in severe cases, microbial keratitis can cause blindness oh. or require a corneal transplant. Ouch. So take it seriously and don't sleep in your contact lenses. And if you lose one, let's say, yeah. and you can't find it in your eye, maybe immediately go to a healthcare practitioner. Don't just say, ah. And then put another contact in because they'll uh, they'll oh. all stick together up inside your eyeball. I just there. like I've lost them up in my eyeball a few times. You lost your eyeball? I know up in my eyeball. Oh, I've lost okay. the contact right. up in my eyeball. You yeah. know, a lot. It happens when you wear contacts, but you yeah. feel it up there. Yes, you do the whole time. It's not like you just forget about it. Uh, this woman had what after the first couple contact lenses, what yeah. the doctor calls. Uh, corneal insensitivity where the eye just sort of adjusts to it because it's trying to compensate for the uh, the irritation uh -huh. and so she just didn't feel the uh, foreign body in her eye after the first couple and then by the 23rd one mm. that's when things really started to get she dicey be regulated the spectacles <laughs> she should for the rest of her life and not cool ones either, no. like those like uh, uh, benjamin franklin yes. spectacles just that's what she should be forced to wear <laughs> Out of sheer stupidity. Just lady frames from the 70s. Just windshields. <laughs> so, Giant windshields on her face. That's what she should have. <laughs> like, like uh, what's that Martin Short character? Jiminy Glick. Yes, like Jiminy Glick glasses. Giant right, glasses. Right, right, right. I wonder why my eyes are so irritated. <laughs> uh, so, again, we don't know her name, but I'm going to reach out to the good doctor so we can forward her prize to her as this week's Citizen of the Week. All right, let's twist our tongues, shall we? Carly Smith sent in today's tongue twister. It's Tongue Twister Tuesday. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because there's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Tiddly Tongue Twister Tuesday. Carly Smith writes in, listening to a recent Video Vault segment, I heard Steve Ashton have trouble with this phrase, and it made me think it'd be fun to hear you and Eddie try to say mm. what Steve was trying to say. I added an adjective to make it a little more thrilling, she writes. And uh, Steve did have a little bit of a trip over the phrase British thriller. So Carly took that and extrapolated it out into thrilling British thriller film. Oh, good Lord. A thrilling British thriller film. I've printed out a copy for a your uh, for your enjoyment as well. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a mouthful. At least you didn't right? play the sucking sound. Do you want again. the blow? No, I don't want the blowjob sound again. It's not a blowjob. It's blowvember. Okay. And it's a woman it's for blow pops eating a charmed blow pop. Uh huh. Charmed blow sure, pop. Remember those? They used to have gum in I the remember. center of them. Yeah, Colin got several of them yesterday. I yes. love those. I love yes. the charmed blow pops. Blow pop or tootsie roll pop? If you have your druthers, tootsie roll pop. Nah, see. Wrong again. Because it's not that good. The gum's not that great. It's great. No. And, and it's a smaller piece than the normal And it's like a bonus little thing. You eat the lollipop and then you get to chew the gum. Same the Tootsie Roll. No, Tootsie Rolls. Ugh, oh no God. one likes Tootsie Rolls. Oh, I do. All right. Uh, here's the tongue twister once again. Thrilling British thriller film. Mm. Four simple words. Well, we'll see how simple. Mm -hmm. Speed is of the essence three times in a row. <clears throat> I'll go first. I'm, remember, I'm playing hurt. I, I'm not 100%. Don't want you to shit your pants doing this. <laughs> let's, 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 let's be careful. I might very well <laughs> soil myself for the sake of the Garmin. It'll be and I thrilling. Hope, hope everyone appreciates it. <laughs> if you get a strange whiff of something, Eddie... We may want to take a break yeah. in the show. I'm just saying, or I'll try to just no. I will going. not. I will not power through your shit. <laughs> I'll try to keep going through the full hour with a full load in my pants. All right, here we go. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller. <laughs> what voice is that? It's my articulation. Thrilling British film. How was that? My articulation. You got all, you got all nasally. Because I'm trying to be articulate, <laughs> and I don't appreciate your mockery, quite frankly. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> now you got me in my head thinking about what my voice You're is like, going to sound thrilling like. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. See, that's, if I was making a, a, a trailer in the 1930s, <laughs> I would get this gig. All right, here we go. 
Thrilling British thrill. <laughs> Is, am I doing the voice again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, mean, I will use my regular voice. <laughs> Thrilling British thriller. <laughs> am I doing the voice? No, that time you did. Okay. You were good that time. All right. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling <laughs> Oh, this does not bode well. Here we go. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling. <laughs> wow. You were doing it that time. You're like a mouthful right. of matzo balls. Listen, I'm going to do whatever <laughs> voice I have to do to get through this, and I will no longer accept any commentary. <laughs> Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. <laughs> I'm going to take it. Because it was a de- oh. I'm not well. Okay, all right, Woo. let me try. It's getting warm in here. Fuck, let me try. This all is right. going to be tough. <clears throat> all, right. all right. Here we go. Thrilling British thriller. <clears throat> Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. yeah. Maybe, you're gonna shit, maybe you're going Thrill- to shit yourself. <laughs> Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. Thriller. 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 Mm. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling. Mm. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. No, the second one was not good. Fuck you, no. second one. Oh, <laughs> I can join the team. All right, here we go. All right, last Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller. Film. Fuck you. No. British. No. British. It's not a thing. It's a British. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. Thrilling British thriller film. All right, we'll, Fuck, give, it that was we'll give it to you. Just so we just can, tried to power through it. Move on. Oh my God! Really? Carly Smith, you're an evil, 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 woman. so evil. But uh, thanks for sending that in for today's Tongue Twister Tuesday. Oh my goodness. All right, let's do some good in the world, huh? Let's give some money to a worthy charity. Over the weekend, we were collecting donations for the World Central Kitchen. These folks provide food around the world to anybody who's in crisis. It's a great organization. And we asked folks to donate for the chance to perhaps win Eddie Pence's original artwork, his vision of what he thinks the meat slapper looks like, which (laughs) turned out to be actual meat, believe it or not. Uh, thanks to everybody who donated. We appreciate each and every donation. Uh, everybody's name goes into the Ralph Report charity fishbowl. So we would like to thank you all individually, starting off with a $5 donation. Jason K., thank you so much. At the $10 level, we had Tammy Maciel, Mike Erickson, Andrea Jones, Keith Mitchell, Mario Plazola, Kevin Cauley, Molly Tyler, Rebecca Zimmer, Corinne Angoko. Brandon Rohrbacher, David Green, and Travis Thurman all all donated $10. Notice who was not in the list, by the way. Oh, why? I don't know. Uh Uh-oh. Is he he upset that I was making a big deal about it? Doesn't want you to belittle the song anymore that that he used to I'm sorry. But I can't do the song. I'm sorry. Because Bienvenu wasn't there. I cost cost people $10 of food. I want $10 from you. That was my fault. Yes. I'm sorry. $18 donation from Mark Bauer. $20 $20 from Racine Bailey, Dan Lombardo, Jody Inchosti, and Christopher Capotrio, I believe is how you pronounce that. At $21, Philip D. Sanfiorenzo. Ben Tricky donated $25, as did Aaron Peterson, Rob Wintler Cox, Diane Martin, and Raul Sanchez. $30 donations from Colin Pitts and Kerry Rutledge. $40 from William Barnaby. Thank you, William. donations from Yuval Dom, Tammy Fetto, Peter, Mr. Danks Morse, who was last uh, week's winner, I believe, and uh, Renee White. Thank you for your $50 donations. $100 very generously donated by Casey Weaver, Catherine Springer, Sean Barger, Bridget Klink, John Morrison, the always perpetually generous John Morrison. Thank you, John. Laura Thomas, Andrea Larkin, also always very generous. And Linda Golden, speaking of someone who was always showing up with a big donation. Thank you, Linda. $125 donation by Judy Wang, who's also a very generous contributor week in and week out. And Chris Ciaccio with a $200 donation towards world hunger. Folks who are food insecure, as they say, due to crisis around the world, 
The World Central Kitchen helps them all out, and you guys help them all out as well, making a grand total for this week's raffle of... Thanks again, everyone. These food charities, by the way, they really know how to stretch a buck. And so that money will go a long way towards helping a lot of hungry people. So we appreciate your donations. Again, everybody. That's, can't fake that sound. Is right inside the Ralph Report Charity Fishbowl. Ow, easy. Look, see, that's how real it is. Because I hit the fishbowl on the microphone. the microphone. Yeah, That's yeah, you right. can't fake that. Can't fake No. That. Anyway. Eddie Pence, the artist himself, will mm-hmm. reach into the fishbowl. He will dig deep. Wrist deep in this oh, bowl. He is wrist there deep is. right there. And he is going to pull out the pull name out. of a lucky Garmy go. member. Mm-hmm. Today's winner is... Casey Weaver. <laughs> Casey... Dream Weaver, as I call ah. him or her. Yeah, that could be either. It could, could go be either way. Casey's a unisex name. Yeah. So, uh, Casey Weaver. We're not here to judge. But Casey, thank you so much for your donation and congratulations. Keep your eyes peeled on your mailbox because the meat slapper <laughs> is making his way towards you. We appreciate that. Now it's time to turn our attention to the rest of the Garmy. We love it when you reach out to us, especially when you do so on the Ralph Report Hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. All you got to do is dial up that number, one eight three three. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Mm. Call me. Okay. Leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. I listen to each and every voicemail message. Then I grab a handful, and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ross going to play your This phone call from Edwin represents the vast majority of phone calls we had waiting for me on the Ralph Report hotline Hmm. when I went to check it out. Hi, Ralph. Sorry you're under the weather. Hope you're feeling better. Uh, We need to know, though, what was the last day of Blanktober going to be? Hmm. We had a pool going on and everything, so we need to know who gets the money. Love you, mean it. Bye. Get well. Let us know what you were going to do for the last day of Blanktober. All right. All right. <laughs> I didn't know people were wagering on it. Well, it's been a big buildup all know. month long. I didn't I didn't think about it when we missed yesterday's show <laughs> that people were waiting with bated breath to see what the last Blanktober. day of Blanktober was going to be. Yeah. And I want you to know I didn't alter this. I didn't try to find out who had money riding on this. I, I could have. I probably could have made some money. You probably could have. I knew there was a, you know, there was a, a betting line. I probably could have made a couple of bucks. But this was always my intention. It would have been the 31st of Pete Lecoctober. Pete Lecoq. Stop saying Pete <laughs> No, Lecoq. I will not. That, of course, comes from my favorite <laughs> interview of all time here on The Ralph Report. Uh, Eric Stone Street of Modern Family and I getting very drunk. <laughs> and in his drunkenness, he was trying to convince me that baseball player Pete Lecoq <laughs> was the son of Adam West, TV's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out when we researched it live during the interview, he's actually the son of Peter Marshall, game show host Peter Marshall, yeah. longtime host of the Hollywood Squares. Not a Batman at all. Not Adam West's son at all. And so the 31st, I was saving it up, was going to be Pete Lecoctober. Pete Lecoq. Stop saying Pete No, I will not. So uh, two drunken men talking about Pete Lecoq. So that's what it was. Congratulations to anyone who had Pete Lecoctober in the big drawing. Uh, speaking of Halloween, I hope everyone had a happy and safe one. This caller seems to suggest there were shenanigans going on on Halloween. Oh. And I have to say, I can't buy this at all. Let me okay. see what your thoughts are, Edwin. Okay. Hey, Ralph. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Steve. Um, I just, and Queen Jay, I also want to say hello to you. I just was walking my dog and now realizing there, I remember an, an, an article about Halloween where for some odd reason, someone put a potato in their candy bowl and everyone was told to pick one. 
And the potato was picked every single time. They were just so excited to get something so weird and strange in the candy bowl. Hmm. I'm sure they showed off all their friends like, dude, you know what I got? I got a potato. <laughs> LMB. Do you think that that's a true story that people, kids were excited to get a potato for trick or treat? No. I can't imagine no. any kid no. given the option of a bowl full of candy or a potato Pick the potato. No. Let no alone one, every single time. No, no one would be happy with the potato. No one took the potato, no. sir. Uh, check your sources on that story. Someone might have picked it up and thrown it. <laughs> the potato made may have made its way through a window yes. or two after that. It's on someone's roof somewhere, but it's not in a candy bowl. Yeah, nobody, nobody picked the potato. On yesterday's classic Halloween episode that we aired because I was not feeling well, we did a... Uh, a segment on vampires and why they have had a long-standing uh, relationship with sex. Yes, sexy vampires have been a thing in yes. fiction for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And Carissa called in with her theory about why she finds vampires sexy. Hey, Ralph, Carissa, One Star Atlanta. I wanted to touch base about vampires and sexualization of vampires. Um, all the reasons you listed were absolutely true. One I think you may have left out is conditioning. Hmm. I was 11 when Twilight came out. Um, then we had Twilight, The Vampire Diaries, True Blood. As I grow older and more sexualized as a person, the vampires grow older and more sexualized. Hmm. But now we're in this time where we have a new interview with a vampire and I'm glued to my television every Sunday. I adore it. And it's, I find it really funny because I didn't have a fucking shot in hell. Uh, I was told from a young, young child that vampires were it and that's what I needed to fuck. So now as an adult, that's what I like to fuck. Sure. So, Jesus. you know, shit. Right? Don't let yeah. your children watch vampire-themed television. Don't let your children read Anne Rice. Mm. Ruin them. Yes. Got a bunch of girls going around with blood dripping down their necks. So at least that's how I spend my teenage years. So, okay. I love you. I mean it. Bye. Carissa's... She's DTFV. <laughs> Jesus. Where is she finding the vampires to have <laughs> I don't sex know. I'm going to get some plastic teeth and see if that works. Why is she walking around blood dripping down her neck? Fuck, I'm, man. I'm very concerned with that phone call. Jeez, that's what she likes to fuck. What do I know? Wow. Uh, we recently covered this story here on The Round Report that sadly Eddie Pence has to sell his beloved 1990 Mustang. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people were very sad to hear that. Eddie has to sell his Mustang. Or does he? Hmm. Hey, this is Aaron Two-Star from Panorama City. I have a tow truck company called Global Emergency Road Service. I have a Pasadena station. I have a Pacoima office. And I have a Palmdale Yard. Ralph, you're giving me so much. And uh, if you got Eddie's back, then I got his. Eddie does not have to sell his car. Eddie can let me pick it up, and I will store it in my Palmdale location, where he will have the address and access to whenever he wants. And I'll store it for him. Free of charge. Be my pleasure. My yard doesn't do anything. It just sits up there. It'll be in the company of a bunch of other old cars getting old. Older. <laughs> he doesn't have to sell it. I'll store it for him. Wow. Be my pleasure. There you go. Wow. Aaron Holy is shit. volunteering to store your broken-ass <laughs> old Mustang, and you don't have to sell it off. You can maybe do something with it at a later date, but it'll be stored in a, a secure location. Wow. And you won't have to actually part with Aaron, it. Aaron, thank you so much. That, that that actually touched me quite a bit. That, thank so you. So you've uh, got options. I might take you up on that You've offer. got choices. You might not have to sell it after all just to get it out of your garage. I mean, I, my dream is to get it running. I mean, it runs, but like to get it fixed up and drivable again, I just don't have the money and it's been a tough couple of years financially so i just I, I don't have i'm not able to do it well so. aaron will put it with the other cars that also have <laughs> lame ass owners who are just waiting around to broke lame ass to, owners to thank get you around much. to their cars and when you're ready you can go get it from his oh. his, uh, his joint yeah aaron. so i've got his information okay, i've got thank his number you. i'll pass it along to you if you're interested maybe you don't have to part with your beloved Mustang. I am interested all. in that. Thank you, Aaron. It's a Halloween miracle. <laughs> it really is. The great pumpkin came and visited <laughs> upon Eddie Pence. I was very sincere this year. 
All right, kids, you know, we play upbeat music for you every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. Well, Monica called in, and she certainly needs a little bit of a boost. Hey, Ralph and Eddie and Steve and everyone else involved in this amazing show. Hi, um, this is Monica, Forstall General from Eagle Rock. I've actually lived in Los Angeles my entire life. And I am leaving L.A. to permanently move out of state in Southern Oregon to be closer to my mom and help her out. And though I know I'm doing the right thing and I will enjoy every moment I get to spend with her, (laughs) leaving L.A. will be really hard. I have so many friends here and this is going to be a rough one. So I'd love a happy hit. In I love LA. Thanks, LMB. Monica, you are doing the right thing, and it's a very sweet, honorable thing. You're a good daughter. Yes, you are. For what you're doing, and I know it's tough to uproot like that, but know that the Garmy will be with you. You can take us with you wherever you go. So it'll be a little piece of home when you get yourself to uh, Oregon. There, we're happy to play your happy hit for you today, Randy Newman with the classic I Love LA. Hate New York City. Cold and it's damp, and all the people dressed like monkeys. Let's leave Chicago to the Eskimo. That town's a little bit too rugged for you and me. best monica we love you and uh it's tough it's tough to leave your home it really is and so we're thinking of you yeah i'm sure it'll work out for you thanks to everybody who called in today you too can be featured in the garmy on the line segment but it can't happen unless you call me Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time to check the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall and find out what holidays fall on this day, November 1st. You may may be surprised to know that multiple holidays are associated with every single day of the calendar year. I've heard. Not all of them are worthy of celebration. No. So we break them down for you in a segment known as Holiday or Holidays. And you may remember, during our feud with 
John Cooperman. Yes. <laughs> there was another listener named Chuck T who volunteered to re-record all of Cooperman's jingles. That's right, he did. And he went into the process of doing that, not knowing that eventually we were going to make... Fences would be mended. We would, yes. yes, we would make good with uh, Cooperman and feed him a, a chip that would cripple him. <laughs> Nearly kill him. <laughs> so I, Chuck went to all this trouble. I thought we would feature at least once his cover version of Cooperman's <laughs> holiday or holiday jingle. <laughs> Holiday or holiday. Holiday or holiday, what you gonna say? Ralph and Eddie breaking down all the special days. Time to check the date and all the stupid ways people like to celebrate while making holidays. So there you go. Chuck, a valiant effort. <laughs> we appreciate all the work you put into it. But uh, there's just, there's no, there's no. Substitute for the original. There's not. Really, there's really not. Nice, nice attempt. <laughs> Let's take a look at all the holidays that fall on November 1st, starting with All Saints Day, big day for the Catholics. Oh, yeah. Of course, this is the day that the Roman Catholic Church celebrates all known and unknown saints. It what says is, so here. that could be everybody, right? <laughs> That's you, a wide net they're how throwing out. Celebrate there. the unknown the saints. The unknown saints. That could be me. I could be an unknown you, saint. I, I absolutely think you should be I, canonized. I should be. It's that's also, not shot in, out of a cannon, right? No, it's not. Okay. No, canonized means that the Pope decrees that you would be a holy person and absolutely in heaven with God, no denying it. Mm. Through the years, the Catholic Church has canonized about 3,000 people. So on this day, we celebrate all the saints out there. Okay. Happy. Known and unknown. Unknown. That's everyone to me. That's everyone. We're all saints. It's also Dia de los Muertos. Oh, yeah. Dia de los Muertos. Day of the Dead. The Day of the Dead. November 1st, the people in the country of Mexico celebrate the Day of the Dead. It's kind of a beautiful holiday. Mexicans welcome the souls of their deceased relatives back for a brief reunion. They set up altars with some of their favorite foods and some mm -hmm. of their favorite souvenirs on them. And they believe that the ghosts are allowed to come back and visit for a day and spend some time with their loved ones here on Earth. It's a cool way to celebrate life and... The afterlife, if you believe in that. Yeah. Very much so. It's not a uh, a sad time at all. It's yeah. a celebration where they get to visit with their departed loved ones and they get to come back for a brief visit. If you've ever seen the movie Coco, the Disney movie Coco, mm -hmm. then you remember that that was the theme behind that entire film and also featured a song on the very short list of songs that make me cry no, like no. a baby. Don't cry. Every time. You might shit yourself. I hear it. I'm going to do my best to keep all of my fluids and solids inside of my body. But I had to play this because this is what I think of when I think of Dia de los Muertos. Remember me, though I have to say goodbye. Remember me, don't let it make you cry. For even if I'm far away, I hold you in my heart. I sing a secret song to you each night we are apart. Remember me. Though I have to travel far, remember me. Each time you hear a sad guitar, know that I'm with you the only way. It's also National Brush Day, everybody. Brush? Yeah, you heard me. Like paintbrush no. or hairbrush? Brush your teeth. Brush your teeth day. Yes. That was my third guess. The American Dental Association reminds everyone on November 1st to brush your teeth. I. That's a good yearly reminder. <laughs> Can't we just take this as it's like a... like National Wake Up Day. Don't forget to wake up. Shouldn't this just be a given that we all have to brush our teeth? Yeah. I but they think... say they do it on November 1st. Any guesses why, Eddie Pence? Because of the, all the candy. That's right, because of before. Halloween, the day after oh. Halloween. Particularly all those sugary snacks, you yeah. have to brush your teeth. Hopefully you brush before you went to bed. So they want you to teach your children to brush their teeth every day. 
If you're not doing that, they, you're the worst fucking parent on the planet. <laughs> just, and this isn't helping because <laughs> you've already fucked up beyond belief. So I'm not going to celebrate Brush no. Your Teeth Day. No. No. I know how you feel about this holiday, so we're not even going to spend too much time okay. on it. But it's National Deep Fried Clams Day. Oh, no. Deep Fried Clams. I actually fed Eddie Deep Fried Clams you did. once. You and did. he didn't care for it. I thought he would enjoy it. But no. uh, a popular seafood item enjoyed mostly in New England. In fact, they say fried clams are to New England what barbecue is to the South. Hmm. They've been on menus in restaurants in the in the uh, New England area since 1840. Okay. Fried yeah. clams? Yeah. You remember we talked about uh, Lawrence Chubby Woodman? <laughs> who? Yeah, I can't forget the Chubbs. Chubby Woodman deep-fried his clams in a, <laughs> like a horrible accident. You hear about Chubby? What happened? Deep oh, deep fried his clams. Oh, Poor bastard. Sat in a, in a vat of boiling oil. <laughs> Poor bastard deep fried his clams. <laughs> he used to fry them and then sell them along the roadside. Mm. Woodman's of Essex still exists, by the way. There's a restaurant, a roadside restaurant, where you can still get Chubby's original <laughs> recipe for his fried clams. <laughs> and then, of course, the uh, Soffron Brothers, they started their clam company in Ipswich, of Massachusetts, yes, which course. created the clam strips. And then Howard Johnson's would serve them. That's where I first Hojo? fell in love of them at Hojo's, yeah. But uh, Eddie Pence, uh, no, not, a, not a fan of I don't of care clams. for clams. Thank Here's you something... I'm not going to celebrate what? National Cinnamon Day. <clears throat> Come on, are we are we at that stage now where every fucking spice is going to get its own holiday? Yeah, I guess National Saffron Day. Oh, welcome to National Turmeric Day. Hey, turmeric is very good though. Fuck turmeric and it's good saffron for your joints makes you feel yeah, better. I'm sure they're all fine, but we're not going to start breaking out holidays for everything that's in the well, spice rack. They're doing it for names. Might as well do it for spices. You want cinnamon to have its own day? Cinnamon can have its own day. No, for me. it can't. I can give cinnamon Absolutely a day. can't. I don't mind it. Although a lot of people use cinnamon this time of year for the fucking pumpkin spice. And for, well, we're we're in the heart of pumpkin spice time. You can all, you can celebrate now. Cinnamon comes up now in a lot of foods well, yeah. throughout the holidays. It's a holiday favorite. But we know it's fine. It's there. We all know it. Okay. We're not giving it a goddamn holiday. Right. However, I do feel differently about this. Yeah, it's also National Vinegar Day. Yeah. No, vinegar doesn't need a fucking day. If you're not no. giving cinnamon a day, no. you don't give vinegar a day. No, here's why you're wrong. Why? Because vinegar is multi-purpose. Not only is it delicious. It's not delicious on its own. It's very no, it's delicious not. on its own. It's good in when it's put in things. No. I, like hot I, wing sauce. I dip my bread in oil and vinegar <laughs> all the time at an Italian restaurant. I oh, love that combo. Awful. It's terrible. Uh, and it can be used as a cleaning agent. That's balsamic vinegar, not just regular vinegar. Yeah, but there's all kinds of vinegars, and I'm 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 down with all of them. Vinegar, white vinegar, when the, <laughs> white vinegar, tastes so good. White vinegar, for example, can be used as a useful household cleaner. Yeah, 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 yeah. which is great because you you get one whiff of it, it just fucking cleans your nose out. And vinegar is extra good for your body as well. Lowers your cholesterol. Mm -hmm. It lowers your blood sugar. It's good for weight management. You're supposed to shoot like a shot of vinegar every day or yes, something like that? Yes, it has antimicrobial properties. It uh, it gets rid of free radicals. I like my microbials. No, you do Just where they are. So whether you're enjoying apple cider vinegar. 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 I love my vinegar. It's so good. <laughs> Balsamic vinegar. Turn malt cage. vinegar. Cane sugar vinegar. Rice vinegar, red wine vinegar. The list goes on and on and on. I like vinegar. It's fine in, uh, in salads it. and stuff as part of dressings, but just plain vinegar by itself? I love it. No. Yeah. It doesn't deserve a day. No, I'm going to go drink some right after doesn't, the show. Please don't. It's also National Family Literacy Day. Read to your kids. Teach them that reading books is good. Are these the same people who are teaching you brush to brush your teeth? Your teeth? How about we call this National You Fucking Suck as a Parent Day? Let's put let's put them all under an umbrella. National Do What You're Supposed To Day. My God, people. Yeah, teach your kids to read books. That's a good idea. <laughs> Who are these people running around having kids not knowing that their kids need to brush their teeth? Oh, and fuck, read they got to brush their teeth? Oh, my God. I guess they better shit every day, too. I guess I should. <laughs> well, they're going to shit whether you tell them to or not. True, yeah. You got to tell them to wipe, though. All right. This is bullshit. This next one's total bullshit. <laughs> what? National Cook for Your Pets Day. Nah, no. Mm -mm, you know, no. you don't you never cooked for red? No. Ever? No, no. Ever. Why? 
Tell me why well, you some, have to sometimes cook for your, pets. your dog gets sick and they have yeah. a really upset tummy. So you sometimes you make them little rice and ground beef and you uh-huh. fry that up and yeah. they and it, to get their appetite going again. Really they're sick. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do it all the time, but when he's feeling sick, I'll make him some food. This says, this says your pets enjoy a nice home-cooked meal, too. Yeah, give him a T-bone. Do they? I've seen my dog eat shit out of a potty. My kid <laughs> my kid was no, learning how to use it. the potty. Uh, don't do we that. turned around, and then the potty was empty, and Reggie was licking his chops. So let me tell you something. Reggie oh. isn't going to go, oh, you know what? Wow, this is a delicious home-cooked meal you've done for me. Thank you ever so much. I'll give you a good Yelp review. That's not what dogs do. That's not what animals do. They are not. They don't care where the food comes from. Well, if you give him a out good... Out of a can, out of a pan. If you cook him a nice meal, maybe he doesn't eat the next turd in the toilet. My God. No matter what kind of pet you have, cook for them. A dog, a cat, a lizard, or a mouse. You cook See? for your goldfish. I, I had to because, because he had a floating problem and I had to fix his floating bladder. Yeah, you flush the floating problem and you get a new one. No, you don't. Yeah, you So do. we're not cooking for our pets, for mm, God's sakes. Okay. You know how many times I eat out every week? You know how many Grubhub trips come to my house? If I'm going to cook for anybody, it's going to be for my goddamn ass. Order, order Reggie some Grubhub. My God. <laughs> cook for your pets. You cook today. for a goldfish. I gave him peas. <laughs> Because I had to, because the fish was going to okay, die. I'm just saying, that's not goldfish food. It was a rescue. It was peas. All right, you know what we do at this point? We find a food. So, Speaking of food, trying uh-huh. to cook home cooked meal for this guy, you won't even go for I'm it. I'm very easy. It's like, oh no, give me some lizard nuggets or whatever the hell he eats. Lizard nuggets. Whatever it is. We talk about a food, then we run it past Eddie Pence, seeing if it's something he'd be willing to eat or perhaps just stick up his ass, then pull out. Yeah. Here's how we do it. We talk about the food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels go round and round, and when they stop, if they match, jackpot. That means Eddie's eating that food. If they're mismatched, <laughs> then he's not gonna mm. eat them. Today's food? Yeah. It's National Calzone Day. National Calzone. The air is filled with the aroma of garlic and tomato sauce on November 1st. It says right here, Calzones. The delicious toppings and cheese of a pizza, but it's tucked together tight in a warm, garlicky, garlicky, crusty package. The calzone, in some parts of Italy, like the pizza, originated in Naples. Looks like a turnover, pretty much. Mm -hmm. It's a pizza kind of folded on itself, but it's not just a pizza because the crust is also imbued with garlic, usually in butter to add flavor. You start from scratch with that tomato sauce, any kind of cheese you want, mozzarella, provolone, parmesan. And then, of course, all the choice ingredients. You can put sausage in there or spinach or anything you want. Regardless, boy, that is, that's good eating right there, the calzone. But will Eddie Pence enjoy a calzone? There's only one way to find out. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. One calzone, two calzone. It's not like a big anything. It's just a calzone. You freak. Penis. Go. It's not like a penis at all. Go away. So. Fucking not a penis, man. It's just a calzone. You like a calzone? I like a calzone. It's just a folded pizza. No, it's got garlic and butter in the well, crust as well. A, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a folded it's, pizza. It's imbued it's, it's with folded, other ingredients. It's a folded pizza. Now, the question is, yeah. are there any contents to that folded pizza other than goddamn cheese. Well, if it's just cheese. No, it's just cheese. Oh my it's God. just it's all plain cheese calzone. Absolutely. Oh, fucking waste. Absolutely. Goddamn waste. Nope. Ugh. Keep your spinach out of my calzone. Oh, spinach calzone no. sounds good right no. now. No. Note to self, when your body is holding food again, eat a spinach <laughs> calzone. And that's it for today's holiday or holiday. <laughs> Now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Well, this is unnecessary. Hmm. Peacock has announced a Friday the 13th prequel series. About the mom? Uh, I guess it has to be. The show's entitled Crystal Lake, based on the classic horror franchise. Uh, it was announced yesterday. Peacock has given them a straight-to-series order wow. for Crystal Lake, the long-running prequel huh. 
or the uh, prequel rather to the long-running Friday the 13th movie franchise. Well, Here's it's... why it's not necessary. Okay, tell me why. First of all, yeah. Victory Miller is the name of the guy who, re- who wrote the original screenplay to Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. He recently won the legal control over his script and all the original characters from the first film. Okay. Here's the problem. Yes. The adult Jason Voorhees didn't show up until the first sequel to Friday the 13th. Yeah. And then it wasn't until the second sequel that he got his iconic hockey mask yeah. that we all know and love yeah. as Jason. Yeah. So this series will feature none of those things. Yeah. It's going to be people working at a camp yeah. dying. <laughs> It probably just won't, a regular old way. It probably won't have anything to do with the mom or the or Jason's a kid or any of that stuff. Well, it kind of ha- has to, doesn't it? You would think, but I could see them not doing that. Showrunner's going to be Brian Fuller, man behind American Gods, which was a great show. Pushing Daisies also, which was yeah. very good. But I can't see without the guy in the hockey mask and the machete what the possible draw could well, be for a well, Friday the 13th series. What was the prequel series Gotham like? With a young, like a little kid, Bruce Wayne, right? Yeah, and it was mostly about the him. The villains, and, right? And the, the birth of the villains, yeah. But you don't have a big rogues gallery of people in the Friday the 13th universe to draw from. I, yeah, you I, got one guy. Well, they'll probably create some people, I'm guessing. I Who guess. Knows? I don't know. Look, maybe I'm wrong, but I get the sense that this is going to be a huge disappointment. <laughs> Disney Plus has announced they finally have their lead in their new Wonder Man series. If you're unfamiliar with the character, Wonder Man was a uh, a staple in the Marvel comics. Simon Williams was his name, an actor and a stuntman who was eventually a founding member of the L.A.-based West Coast Mm -hmm. Avengers. Started off as a villain. Yes. Working for Baron Zemo. Mm -hmm. Baron Zemo! And uh, he was given superhuman abilities by Baron Zemo. But eventually, although he was a villain, he eventually joined the Avengers. Um, This was the show that we were talking about earlier because Ben Kingsley was announced to reprise his role as Trevor Slattery. The actor, of course, eventually played the the Mandarin. One of my favorite characters. Um, He was was great. And he'll be in this show. And now we know who Wonder Man will be. Yaha Abdul-Mateen II. Okay. Will be in the lead. You may know him from I his don't. other works. Yeah, you do. Who? He was in uh, HBO's Watchmen. Oh. But more importantly, he was in Aquaman. He played Black Manta in Aquaman. Okay. Yeah. Good actor. All right. And uh, I think it's a good a good casting I choice. like it. I do too. And you say what you want about her. And I do. <laughs> Talking about Tadoff Switler. Ah. Of course, the evil evil villainess of music. Yes. I'm the only person on the planet who doesn't like her, apparently. She has just broken an an all-time record. It's the first time, Eddie, an artist has ever filled the entire top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 in the same week. Really? By that, I mean the top 10 songs on the Billboard Top 100 are all Taylor Swift songs from her new album, Midnights that dropped last week. That seems uh, suspicious. <laughs> that seems like there's a rig going I on. I think it was rigged. There's something okay. going on. I don't believe that it. Seems, I think it was fixed. That seems fixed. Rigged election. No, uh, she that has the weird. top 10 best selling songs in the country right now. First time in the 64 history, 64 year history rather, of the Billboard Hot 100 that uh, anyone has all 10 songs in the top wow. 10. Powerful. Drake came close. He had nine of the top ten spots last year. I hate the top ten. The Beatles had five, had uh, all top five at one point in 1964. Well, they were the Beatles. But they were the Beatles, exactly. But even the Beatles didn't have all top ten. They only had all the top five. Huh. So she is, uh, she's the greatest. Wow. She's the best that's ever been. She's the goat, I guess. Yeah. You think maybe now she'll stop acting like such a fucking victim now that she's the most successful artist in the history of music? That's how she got to be that way. Why would you change the formula? When will she stop feeling sorry for herself is the Uh, question. Maybe when she gets 100 songs on the billboard? Her number one song, Antihero, is about how hard she is on herself and how hard it is to be her. So difficult to be her. You have no idea. Dear God. You've never been in that position. Take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on November 1st, starting with singer Anthony Kiedis of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> He's 60 years old today.
seriously. <laughs> Music producer David Foster is 73. Oh, that's right. He's also married to Catherine McPhee, who's like 12. Mm, I hope she's older than that. Yeah, she is. She's like a 30 or All something. that's better. Think, but still. Singer Lyle Lovett of Lyle Lovett and his large band is 65. The preacher asked her, and she said, I do. The preacher asked me, and she said, yes, he does too. The preacher said, I pronounce you 99 to life. Son, she's no lady, she's your wife. Speaking of married, yeah. people forget he was married to Julia Roberts. Yeah, that's still hard to that's wrap my head thing around. That happened. That was a thing. And that's why guys pick up guitars. Yep. Because they think maybe someday. It can happen to me. Actor Rachel Ticketon is 64. You may remember her from Total Recall. She was the Okay, yeah, she yeah. She was the heroine. I never knew her name. She's in uh, Predator 2, I think, as well. Yeah, she's also, I think, in Running Man, isn't and she? And she's in Running Man. She was uh, white hot there for a minute. Yeah. She was in everything. Tony Collette, great actress, is 50 years old today. Singer-keyboardist Mags Furulman. 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 Of AHA is 60. Now you expect me, of course, here to play Take On Me. Of course. But because we're celebrating the 60th anniversary of James Bond, oh. let's not forget that AHA also did a Bond theme called The Living Daylights from one of the not-so-good James Bond movies. <laughs> TV personality? Jenny McCarthy is uh, 50 years old today. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. Anybody uh, can tolerate her. Uh, Sophie B. Hawkins is 58. Damn, I wish I was your lover. I want you till the daylight comes. Made sure you was my little I had a thing for her back in the day. Yeah, she was a... And then uh, she came out as a lesbian. Oh. Yeah. Still, I blame myself. Still hot. She probably took a look at me and said, nope. I'll just... I'm gonna. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll switch teams. Thank you. <laughs> Penn Badgley from Gossip Girls, 36 years old today. My buddy Matt Jones from Breaking Bad was also in a movie called Red State. Kevin Smith directed. He's 41. And Rick Allen, drummer of Def Leppard. From one drummer to another, Rick. Happy birthday. He's 59 today. Green light go. Because I'm just saying the lyrics. Oh, okay. All right. Red light. I thought maybe you were stopping the show. I thought maybe that was your safe word. Red light. (laughs) Red light. I would have yelled that a long time ago. Maybe I'd gone too far. No, I would have yelled that a long time ago. That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And because it's Tuesday, it's time to turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. like that one. Yeah, you do. Hard to believe, Eddie. Yeah. We've never done this TV theme song before. I'm shocked. As many times as we've mentioned the composer of this Hmm. theme, we never got around to this one. Hey, Ralph. This is Craig, your loyal one-star general from Fox Island, Washington, calling in with the TV Tunes Tuesday. And I am shocked that we have not done this one yet. This uh, instrumental theme was done by the prolific Mike Post. I know we've done some of his songs before. It evokes uh, imagery of three police cruisers speeding out of a station to respond to a call on a rainy morning. Any ideas what it is? Mm-hmm. That's right. Hill Street Blues. Yeah. 
so many, so many awards. Even got the Eddie Award. I had no idea Mr. Pence had his own award. Oh, yeah. Is that I for do. the show with the most malaprops in it? I don't know. <laughs> wow. But love wow. to hear it on TV Tunes Tuesday. LMB boys. Hill Street Blues changed police shows forever. You yes. don't without Hill Street Blues, you don't get NYPD Blue. I know. You don't get Breaking Bad. You I don't know. get any of those. You don't get any of the hard hitting cop dramas. Genius show aired on NBC from 1981 through 1987. Personal story, when I was in college, when this, this show was on the air, we would gather together, all my friends, at this one house off campus, and we would watch it every Thursday night together. Hmm. Just, it was viewing parties. We just couldn't get enough of the show. It was brilliant. Won 26 Emmy Awards during its run. Won 88 Emmy Awards in its debut season. Oh, wow. Which has only been surpassed by the West Wing, by the way. Of course, the great Stephen Bochco. And then eventually Anthony Yurkovich, who later created uh, Miami Vice. David Milch got his TV break on this show. Interestingly, in its first season, it was one of the lowest rated shows on television. But Brandon Tartikoff, who ran NBC, loved the show and believed in it. And by its second season, it was up to number 21 in the ratings and just kept climbing. A brilliant show, a great cast, beautifully done. Changed the way TV shows were made. I mean, handheld television, uh, yeah. very gritty, unique style. And then the theme song by Mike Post, who we've mentioned many times on this show, from the Rockford Files to Greatest American Hero and to you know any number of uh, other classic theme songs, featuring Larry Carlton on guitar. Initially, Post was going to do a hard-hitting cop action theme song. Yeah. And then Bochco said to him, do you have any other ideas? And he said, what if we play against the urban, gritty police drama, the thing that you normally would do. Yeah. Let's do something a little bit more poignant, a little bit more thoughtful, talking about how it's sort of uh, a lost cause. This this fictional downtown is yeah. in big trouble. And it created a great counterpoint to what was going on on screen. It's a beautiful theme. Here it is, the theme from Hill Street Blues. Dispatch. Single was released as a uh, single was expanded and released as a single here in the United States, and it reached the top ten in the Billboard oh, wow. Hot 100. I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. it was also a hit in uh, Canada as well. Classic theme from Hill Street Blues. That's this week's TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is? It's TV Tunes Tuesday. Like that one, yeah, he does. Yeah. Sadder song, Hill Street Blues or Mash, which one makes you more depressed going into a TV uh, show? I think Mash. Mash is yeah, probably sadder, right? The title is "Suicide Is Painless," right? But this is Hill Street Blue. It's literally the blues. No, but the blues were the cops wearing the blue uniforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah but Those it had a double meaning. It had a double it meaning. Was no double. It had a double. It's a depressing just show. Just well, it was life in the city, man. Yeah, depressing. You don't know. It's depressing. You don't know what it was like growing up in the ghetto, like I did. <laughs> I live in it now. <laughs> That's true. I know what it's like. You're more of a victim of crime Fuck than yeah, anyone on NYPD Blue or right? the Hill Street Blues. Hey, kids, thank you so much for joining us. Come on back and join us tomorrow. Um, Steve Ashton, sadly, once again, will be missing oh, the show tomorrow. He's better. Uh, he is, he's fighting, trying to fight Fuck to come man. back. You know, we got a live show in a couple weeks. I know. So he's got to try to get well. But uh, we'll keep you posted. Send him a note of love and 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 well wishes if you can. Steve at theralphreport.com. I'm sure he'd love to hear from you while he's struggling 
with his shoulder, but uh, we're going to get him back as soon as possible. You're not going to want to miss tomorrow's show, however, because we're going to dig out the old mean exit surveys. Ooh, we haven't done that for I've a while. I've been waiting for this. I was feeling kind of good about myself lately, <laughs> so I thought, mm, how can I fix that? Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll take a look at the shitty people who are leaving the Ralph Report and the uh, nasty things they write as they're headed oh, out the door. Love it. So we're going to break those down for you tomorrow as well. Also, because it's Wednesday, we'll uh, we'll take a, a look at... Um, mm -hmm. I know, every, I know every a, week for like right. five years. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I, I should know it then, right? You should. Yeah, One hit right. wonder? You got that right! One hit wonder Wednesday and uh, all the other good stuff you've come to expect to us. Expect from us. Expect to us. <laughs> and to expect to us. And from us. Here at the Ralph Report. We'll talk to you tomorrow, but in order to join us, unlike me, you got to take care of yourself and you got to be healthy so you can come back and be here. So stay good in the hood. Because life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, please remember, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha, so ha ha, ha got it. Ha ha, bye bye. Pick a better dance now. Bye, men. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>